Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Grumpy Collector Podcast. I'm your host, Troy McHenry, an incurable collector of all things. On this week's episode, we discuss all things related to storing, transporting, and keeping your watches safe. I'm talking about watch boxes, watch tool rolls, watch pouches, cases, and more. It's something I've given an awful lot of thought to, probably hate to admit that, over the years as I've accumulated well over a dozen different watch boxes. So today, I'll help you not make the same mistakes I have. The show notes include all the links to all the various watch boxes cases we'll cover today. Remember, you can always find these show notes and more at thegrumpycollector.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the show on your streaming platform of choice and give us a five-star review. It really does make a difference. And without further ado, yeah, your life just got better. Wow, watch fam, it has been a long time between episodes. Let me apologize for that. After the interview with uh, Gary Slane, which was just awesome, work got super crazy. And then we went into the summer and had family here uh, from Hungary, did a bunch of traveling, um, rented a huge 12-passenger van and uh, drove down to Disney, uh, had a great time there in Kennedy Space Center and also did some uh, day trips to Savannah and Charleston and St. Augustine. Unfortunately, uh, Mickey gave me a parting gift of COVID, uh, which took a little while for me to recover from. And I had this lingering cough for weeks that just stunk and really prevented me from recording any episodes. But the Grumpy Collector is back. So much to catch everyone up on. I've written a really fun story or article on uh, some clocks. So looking uh, forward to possibly getting that published here soon. Stay tuned. I'll definitely uh, share details. I'll probably even do um, an episode about it if it comes out. So excited about that. Also, if you are really into watch world, October is really going to be a pretty epic watch week. Red Bar Global Meetup will be going on. And this is right around the middle of October, if I'm not mistaken. I think starting around the 19th through the 21st, maybe, or 22nd, 23rd. Watch Time New York City is also taking place, which is uh, put on by Watch Time uh, Magazine. There'll be a cocktail reception on Friday. I'll be there. Uh, And then they'll have um, a lot of brands um, presenting Saturday and Sunday. Uh, The Wind Up Watch Fair in New York City is taking place during the same time from uh, the Warren and Wound guys. Really excited. I've never been to one. Always wanted to. I love all the watch brands uh, that are there. Oris is a big sponsor of it, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, You know, I have been listening to tons of the content. And even I think there was a a little um, panel session with uh, James and and Jason from the Gray NATO. Just seemed like the Chicago one was awesome. So I hope the New York one is as well. Uh, The Horological Society of New York will be doing some activities, I think, that Friday for members and maybe even non-members. And even the uh, National Association of Watching Clock Collector is uh, having a few events, too. So it's going to be epic. I'm uh, planning to fly in on Wednesday and be there uh, till Sunday with some of our Red Bar Raleigh friends. Hope uh, to see everyone there as well. You know, something I've thought about as I've recorded this podcast is, I don't think I've ever really done a wrist check, or at least maybe not after the very first episode that was all about Grand Seiko, and I think I was wearing my titanium shun bun, and we talked a little bit about that. So I I thought we should uh, maybe bring that back. You know, the watch I have worn the most this summer has absolutely been my Tudor Pelagos FXD. I got this um, a little while ago now, but it really has been my summer watch. Um, I love that it's no date. It's titanium, so it's really light. It has great water resistance to 200 meters, so I'm not worried about jumping in the pool with it, which I absolutely have. And um, the strap I've been wearing it on uh, compliments a fellow uh, Red Bar Raleigh member and friend. Um, Jordan, thank you so much. It's uh, actually the green cloth strap, or actually I should say green nylon strap, from his long jeans uh, legend diver, the bronze one. comes on this really cool green strap also comes with a really pretty um leather strap jordan prefers the leather and does not 
care for the NATO strap. And so he was kind enough to give it to me. I took off the bronze buckle and we put it on a different strap for him. And I found one, a buckle in my collection to put on this and something about the green and the blue just really go well together. And it just makes it just a really fun watch. Um, previous to this though, all summer I was wearing it on a Erica's Marine National, which I thought was fitting since this is the Marine National watch. Um, I had it on a, a yellow one with a little loom stripe and uh, I thought that was pretty fetching too. It was actually though, the strap was not one of the ones that she makes now specific for the Tudor FXD. It was just a normal uh, Marine National one. And while you can put it on the watch, I put mine on, it was extremely hard. You have to um, thread out the little uh, metal buckle and then I had to kind of squeeze in the pieces and use pliers to kind of pull it through. I would not recommend it. Get one of hers um, made specifically for the FXD if you have one because, you know, this Tudor FXD has fixed um, lugs and and um, fixed, uh, they're not spring bars, just fixed bars, I guess, uh, that the strap, you know, runs through. So it can really only be used with NATO straps. Um, that does not bother me at all. Uh, for the type of watch it is, you know, it's great. I mean, I love a good bracelet as much as the next guy. And uh, I love a good leather strap. Um, but it's, you know, it's just fine having a watch that where you can only wear NATOs on it. You know, that's why as a collector, it's great having a broad collection of watches because it lets you have more pieces that can have a more niche role in your collection. You can have more niche, you know, uh, pieces. You know, if you just had a three watch collection, I would say, you know, the Tudor Pelagos FXD is probably not for you. Um, but, you know, if you have a watch collection of 10 or 20 or more watches, then you absolutely can find a, a spot for it in the, in the watch box, so to speak, going back to our topic for today. Um, you know, so it's, it's a fun exercise. I think watch people love to have around, you know, what's the perfect two watch or three watch or four watch collection. Um, I'm now at the point where I just think, um, you know, the larger the collection, the better, uh, because again, it lets you explore, um, so many different things. You can also have a couple of vintage pieces, some new ones you can go high, low. So, uh, we are uh, not the Marie uh, Kondo podcast for sure here. So let's talk about watch storage. It, you know, and watch storage to me really encapsulates several ideas. You got to think about long-term storage, short-term storage, transportation. You kind of have to think about your environment. And you really have to think about the type of watches either in your collection now or what you're going to have in the future. Uh, in turn, you know, I hate to break it to you, but that really means there's no one ring to rule them all when it comes to watch boxes. You're going to need a few different solutions uh, depending on the scenario. You know, it's kind of like, um, I don't think too many people have just one pair of shoes. You know, you have different shoes for different uh, situations. And I think uh, watch storage and watch boxes and cases um, totally fit into that. You know, the first watch case or box I really wanted to review is you got to start at the beginning. You got to think about old school. What did old school watch boxes look like? And that style is called the watch folio. And actually Houdinki sells one, a really nice one, I might add. Leather, it holds 10 watches. It's uh, $425. And it's zippered, you know, no handle or anything, but and it's very compact. The downside and why you don't hear about watch folios very much, and you'll see them like, um, I should also say, like, where else are you going to encounter these? These are the types of cases that Rolex used, Patek Philippe used. Um, you know, if you watch some old videos on uh, collectability with John Reardon, you'll see him sometimes pull out a Patek Philippe watch folio where he's keeping the, the watches. Well, why did these fall out of favor? The way these cases typically work is either one of two ways. Either one, the watches are totally flat and thin, and so you just kind of maybe have some elastic or some slots for them. And that works perfect for watches that are on straps. And, you know, you think about vintage watches, not thinking sports watches. Um, you know, they're all on straps, so something that works fine. And same with the Houdinki one. It's really made to have watches where then they're, you know, folded 
over and then um, put into these little slots. To that end, I'll say um, I'm a little grumpy living up to my name on their website. They show the box and they show, of course, four watches in the box, all on straps, exactly how you would expect. Um, but then they show three watches on bracelets sitting on top of the box. But you couldn't put those watches um, actually in the box they're sitting on unless like you disconnected one of the ends on the bracelet and who's going to, who's going to do that. Um, and so it really goes back to, you know, with watch storage, you have to, again, think about what is in your collection or what's going to be in your collection. If you have any watches uh, that have bracelets or are going to have bracelets, or you want to keep them on bracelets, uh, guess what? Uh, guess what? You know, the watch folio is not for you. But if you're just into the vintage game or you only collect dress watches, then, you know, check it out. They typically run a little bit cheaper, actually, and they take up less space. So um, it might be a solution if you have a really uh, focused collection. You know, for me, I have determined over the years, and this is going back to like my first watch case or box. Man, I've had so many. I've sold a, a couple, too, actually. I think I'm I'm up to probably four different wolf cases, but um, you know, my initial one was really just one to hold. I think it held six or eight watches. It was curved, it just sat on my dresser that was as big as my collection was. And it was great. Um, and that's all I needed a watch box for. I wasn't going to meetups, you know, there was really no community. I didn't have any watch friends, and so it was really just I needed a box that they could sit in not get dusty. I liked it having a glass top so I could see what's in there without having to open it. Um, and, and that's fine. Now, though, I've come up with all of these very clear scenarios that keep repeating for me that I've realized I got to have the right box for the right situation. And so for me, the one I've probably spent the most time thinking about and finally have gotten the, the perfect solution for it, though, is um, you know, how do I transport safely my watches um, to a, a watch meetup, say like a Red Bar uh, meetup or, you know, Carolina Watch Club, whatever. And uh, I need to be able to bring my watches in. And then also that case needs to also be able to work in a way that I can um, display them. You know, I can just open up the lid and there they are and maybe, you know, have space for a mat or something where you could you know, put, put it out in front of the box. I also have the need that, you know, I meet with all my watch buddies all the time because they're just also my friends. And sometimes we want to borrow a watch or they want to see a watch. And sure, I might have it on my wrist, but I might not. <clears throat> and so I do also really like having a small watch case um, that can hold, you know, anywhere from maybe one to four watches tops. Um, that I can just bring like when we're having dinner and, you know, I can hand it to them. They can open it up and they can pull up the, the one or two watches. I actually just got one from, um, rapport London, um, or maybe it's Rappaport, depending how you want to pronounce it. Uh, they were having a sale. I do like this. It's an oval. It has snaps and then inside are two pillows with snaps. Uh, so you can easily, you know, snap them on and off. Uh, again, it just holds two, uh, watches. And it has kind of a waxed canvas on the outside and a really, really pretty tan interior. Um, funny story, though, when it came, um, it only had one watch pillow. And I was like, oh, maybe this is why it was on sale. Um, and I wrote to them and they said they even check before they send things out. But obviously mine uh, had only come with one pillow. But, you know, absolutely to their credit, they made it right. They um, sent me another pillow in the mail and they're in London. So it was, you know, um, express international shipping but they they did it thank you so much i i got the pillow and um this case is great this you know and this case is probably also going to be what i take to new york because i'm really only thinking of bringing maybe three watches with me so i'll have one on my wrist and then i might need a case just for two and the thing i think about with this case as well is it has a really high separator between the two watches so even if I had tall watches in here um, or ones that had really big overhangs from the, the strap to the, the case or, you know, big crowns, I'm not worried about them banging into each other uh, with this case. That's what I really liked about it and the color. And 
you know, that leads me to that's something you really have to think about. Some watch cases have really flimsy or thin dividers. I have uh, another case I use. This is leather, and this was an expensive case. It holds four watches. It's very compact, um, but it has, and it's all suede on the inside. It's a gorgeous case. It's held up well, um, but it has some serious problems for me from a usability standpoint. You can just pull out the pillows. That's fine. Again, everything's suede. Nothing's going to scratch the watch, um, and all four watches kind of sit in there, but the dividers don't go above the pillows. And so if I put four dive watches in here, their crowns are going to be rubbing all over each other, you know, um, which is not good. So I'm actually planning to retire um, that case. It's interesting <clears throat> what other people end up bringing to watch meetups. Again, this is probably the most recurring need I have because, you know, I go to watch meetups every month. Um, and it's interesting to see the kind of the different tropes that come out. One is you have the guys who show up with a really large Pelican case. These are the big plastic cases, you know, and it looks like either you're uh, carrying a bomb with you or maybe you're carrying around some sort of scientific instruments. Um, and they just take up so much space for how few watches they typically hold. Um, you know, Invicta sells a lot of their watches in those style of cases. So does um, Blanc Pond. You know, they're super sturdy cases. You can stand on top of your watch box, you know, if you wanted to, um, I guess. Um, I will say if you really like that route and you want to have something where literally you can have your watch box, you can open your car and you can just th literally throw it in and go, you know, yeah, get the Pelican case. And I'll tell you, there's a company called Nalpak, N-A-L-P-A-K.com. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Um, but they sell Pelican cases and they do... Um, like the laser cutout foam inserts for the Pelican cases, specifically for watches. They also do it for like knife collectors and, and whatnot. And there's even have some space for straps. So if you want to go hardcore, um, <clears throat> you can absolutely go, go that route. Or, you know, maybe it's something where people think, ah, you know, I have this bright yellow case that says Invicta on it. It holds six or eight watches. I'm going to bring this because who's going to steal bright yellow case that says Invicta on the side? And who knows, maybe they're onto something. Um, I can tell you those, those now pack Pelican cases that hold 10 watches, those go for um, $169. So actually not, not, not too bad. When I first started going to meetups, the case I had, I bought on probably Amazon or maybe eBay. It's by Tech Swiss and they're still in business. They still make watch cases. And amazingly enough, I bet I've had this case for 10 years. Um, but they still make the same case, uh, in different colors though. And I'm really glad about this, this tech Swiss one, it's maybe on their website, they sell it for $74.95. So $75, it holds 10 watches. Again, the dividers don't go up maybe as high as I would like. They go up a little bit higher than the cushion, but again, I feel like that cushion could maybe go up a little bit, um, when it's traveling and potentially knock into other watches, which to me is just, um, a big no-no. But <laughs> honestly, probably what I like about it um, more, uh, not a design standpoint, but is color. Mine is brown leather on the outside, or maybe it's pleather. And on the inside um, is also this really dark, like, um, you know, faux suede that's in this dark brown. And it is like a black hole when I put my watches in it. You know, I want my watches to stand out. And when you put them on something that's all black or something like really dark brown or really dark navy, to me, they just get sucked up. And so if you go to a watch meetup and you unzip the case and you just lift the lid and you just leave them on the pillows, they just don't shine to me. You really need uh, light colors. I feel like this is my opinion. Um, if you're going to also have your case double as um, a display. So you're thinking, okay, Troy, where, where do you go from the tech Swiss case? You know, that one holds 10 watches. You know, how do you Im improve upon that? And I kept looking and looking um, for a case that would meet all my needs. 
And again, this is for watch meetups. And also what I determine is, you know, first you almost have to think about, okay, well, what, what are my needs? What are those, we call them CTQs at work, right? Those things critical to quality. And for me, I had some very strong criteria that I really did not want to compromise on. One was, you know, when we go to different places for meetups, sometimes they're bars and breweries, and sometimes we're putting them on a glass top. I did not want my case to have anything metal on the outside, on the bottom, uh, where maybe scratch up the glass or scratch up the wood. Like, you know, we need to be good stewards uh, of the places we visit. So that was one. So I really wanted it soft all the way around. Uh, second is, uh, you know, some way to, to close it, a really good fastening system, uh, and either with a combination or a lock. I also wanted it to have a handle, you know, like a briefcase or a strap, you know, like a, a messenger bag or purse. That was super important to me. And then it came down to what about how many watches? And I thought long and hard about this. And I was thinking, well, maybe four is the ideal number, maybe eight. I ended up landing on six. You know, I don't want to bring all my watches every single month. I kind of almost do a theme in my mind as I'm getting ready to go uh, to a meetup. And so like um, uh, Red Bar Raleigh, we met at Bond Brothers a couple weeks ago. And I brought all chronographs. I was just kind of in a chronograph mood. And so that's, that's what I did. And then the last piece is, I want, actually want to have some storage too. I don't want just a, a box to hold watches and nothing else because when I go to a Red Bar meetup, I bring a, because I'm crazy, a UV flashlight. I'll bring one or two loops or magnifying glasses. I'll bring plastic calipers if I ever need to measure a lug width, if someone's interested about that or wants to know, you know, hey, what's this case size or what's this lug to lug or what's the, you know, the, the case height with crystal. Instead of trying to guess, just bring out the plastic calipers and do it. And the reason I like plastic is it's not going to scratch anyone's watch. So I also need, and you know, if I bring a spring bar tool or let's say um, someone wanted to borrow a strap, I'm always happy to lend out straps to people. Um, I wanted it to have a spot for that. And um, it didn't take long to realize what I wanted did not exist. Uh, So I had one made and I looked around and actually the, the company I landed on is Bosphorus Leather. Could not be happier with what they did for me. They totally met my criteria. I actually went on their website, took screenshots of maybe four different cases that they currently make, and then I photoshopped them together to slice them up to show. It's like, I want the size of your eight watch case, but then I want it to only hold six watches. And for the two areas where you'd have watches on the right instead, put me a little flap and a little storage cubby where I can put a spring bar tool and my flashlight and my accoutrement. I want it all leather on the outside. I want it to have locks and I want it to have a handle. And they didn't do a handle on something this small uh, and they made one for me, you know, so it's totally bespoke. The color is this beautiful olive green. And then the inside is this tan kind of like ultra suede and these locks I have to say, are really something else that are on this case. They uh, really lock with authority. And they're, um, the, I, I don't think it's by design, but it says uh, made in Masag, Czechoslovakia. You know, Czechoslovakia doesn't even exist anymore. It's, uh, you know, Czech Republic. So that's pretty interesting. But I mean, listen to the sound of this. I mean, that just opens with authority. Uh, the quality is great. Again, it has... Uh, I can lock it with a key if I want. And this thing has been just uh, perfect. And, you know, having the handle, when I really want to travel light, I can just carry it, no problem. And it's kind of nondescript. There's no windows on it or anything. There's no signage on it. You know, it doesn't scream watch box if someone doesn't know I'm walking to a watch meeting, which uh, was important for me as well. Funny enough, though, probably more than half the time, I'm just putting it in a Billy Kirk duffel that I have, a wax canvas duffel, because then I also bring some lights and I might bring a tablecloth or I bring sometimes a cowbell to kind of get people's attentions if we need to make announcements or whatever else. But um, it has been absolutely what I have always wanted 
I'll post some pictures over the next week on uh, Instagram, the Grumpy Collector, uh, if you want to see more pictures of it. Yeah, and they were easy to work with, and they turned it around pretty quick. I think really because of their quality, their prices are definitely going up. But if you aren't as particular as I am, uh, check out the stuff they already have pre-made that is a little bit more affordable as well. But again, really could not be happier with this. So I feel like now in my life, when I go to a meetup and I'm bringing six watches with me, plus the one on my wrist, uh, I feel like I have what I need. I don't have any desire to, to upgrade. You know, it's interesting, The on the luxury side, there's been, you know, a real move into that. You know, Louis Vuitton's had watch cases for a while and they're beautifully made. Um, similar style of mine was kind of almost like a, a mini trunk, right? And I think they might have handles too. Actually, maybe they don't. And, you know, that's the thing. If it doesn't have a handle, then you're kind of carrying it under your arm and then you got to open up doors. And then there's a chance it could slide out or it's easier for someone just to kind of run up and pull it from under your arm. When I'm walking around, I want to have a handle on it or just carry it in a bag. But I wouldn't recommend just carrying it under under your arm. I just don't think that's um, super safe. And then, you know, what's most disappointing is one of my favorite luxury brands, Goyard, makes, I think, a four and six or maybe an eight watch. And it's just this hinged box with like a little strap that goes around, really hard corners. It really would be ideal if you just had some watches you wanted to tuck away and hide in a closet. But to actually travel with it, I can't think of a worse box. You know, there's no protection, really. The dividers don't go up above the pillows. It's um, the sharp edges really worry me. Um, it just doesn't seem that reinforced. It just it kind of feels a little flimsy to me. So a little bummed about that because um, I'm a, a huge uh, fan of their wallets and um, bags and just wish they could uh, maybe come up with a better uh, watch case and then I would definitely buy one. You know, maybe they'll come up with a really cool small travel case for one or two watches. I can always hope though, right? Of course, they do bespoke, but that's a, that's a whole nother league. I don't want to spend the price of a car on a, on a you know, painted canvas or leather uh, watch case right now. But again, I, I, I can't speak highly enough of um, Bosphorus leather. <clears throat> Two other ones I would recommend in this category. They don't have handles, but if you were always going to bring a bag, you're going to the watch meetup, you want your watches to stand out. Again, you don't want something that's uh, black or a really dark color, in my opinion. Um, IFL Watches uh, has a really pretty zippered case that holds six watches. It's pricey. It's uh, I think the list is $890. Um, they might uh, offer discounts from time to time, and they do have a few different um, styles. But what I really like about this, the inside and the outside, the one I'm looking at is this blue camo pattern. And then you open up the lid and it's orange and the cushions are orange. I think this is a really fun box. It's curved on the corners. So you don't have to worry about like sharp edges getting dented up. If you were to, you know, put this in a bag or something, um, this isn't, you know, what I would take on an airplane. Let's say again, I wouldn't probably be bringing six watches anyways with me. Um, but you know, for a watch meetup, I think something like this and then just bring a little mat, uh, would be really cool. Uh, and I just think it's gorgeous. And what I really do like is, you know, they have these thin, narrow pillows that's going to be fine for probably up to maybe 22, maybe 24 millimeters if for your straps. And again, that's something you have to think about. But they have a really wide um, piece, you know, bet- uh, between the next slot for the next watch. So if you have maybe a 20 or 22 millimeter strap, but then your watch, you know, sticks out 44 millimeters, it's, it's not going to hit the watch next to it. So I just really like that. I think it's a, a great design, uh, pricey, but, um, again, really, really cool. You know, the other one that when I was doing my research and before I got my, uh, Bosphorus leather one, the one that I was really, really close to getting um was one by um jpm and it's uh their luxury leather watch box and belang and sun sells this not cheap either 785 uh, euros 
and it comes in a bunch of different colors and they make it in a bunch of dark colors, which again, to me, it would be a big no-no, but uh, they make one in taupe leather and it's gorgeous. It holds eight watches. What I liked about it is it had a separate covered storage area for your watch tools or extra straps. Um, and then in front of that, it had four, you know, little inset watch pillows. So it could hold four watches. And again, they also have really good spacing in between the four watches. So you're not worried about crowns, um, you know, uh, damaging um, other watches. But then on the top, the way it's designed is you don't have four more pillows because that would maybe make it too tall or maybe they just wanted it to be a little bit different. So it's the folio style where really it has a circle and then kind of a stick cut out um, because you're supposed to fold over the strap and put the watch there. So it means at most you could have uh, four watches on bracelets and then you could have four watches on straps in this case. If you wanted to bring five watches on bracelet, um, you're just out of luck. And so, again, it really goes to you got to know your collection. You know, in my case, I have a lot of watches with that have bracelets. Not that I always keep them on their bracelets, but, you know, sometimes I'll I'll come to a red bar meetup. I'll be like, you know, it's going to be bracelet day. I'm going to bring uh, six watches all on bracelet. With a case like this, you're going to be limited uh, in that. So. You know, if I had a bunch of vintage watches and if that's what I was really into or just dress watches and all of them were on straps, uh, this would absolutely be on the short list of my uh, consideration. I know the quality is is super good. Um, again, I think the taupe color would look gorgeous with just about any type of watch. Um, I think it offers really good protection. doesn't have a handle. It zippers uh, just like the IFL one, which I think is fine. Um, I actually would have been fine if mine zippered, but I do like that mine has, uh, you know, locking um, latches, but, you know, um, a good high quality zipper doesn't bother me. If anything, that's kind of nice too. Um, and again, it, it has rounded edges, so you can just put it in a bag when you're um, going somewhere. Uh, and, you know, if you were traveling, you know, this is probably small enough. You could uh, put this, um, you know, in your carry on and, and, and go. So that really wraps up. Um, kind of our first idea of what, you know, the, the perfect watch box to bring to the watch meetup. So moving on from the watch meetup where you need to bring a lot of watches, let's talk about you're meeting up with some, just a small group of friends and maybe you need to bring, um, you know, two or three watches with you. How are you going to do that? You know? The answer is not to put them each in a sock and then, you know, just carry them around in your pockets. And this is where it's a slippery slope. The two main ways I would say, eh, maybe three options that people are going to look at is either a watch roll, you know, and that's like the tube where you can um, have, you know, maybe anywhere from two to three or four watches. They seem to be best for three watches. Um, or you may have the, what I call the, the watch tool roll, where it's almost like those old leather rolls you would unroll and there's a flap you open up and then you have, um, uh, slots for your watches. I have uh, a couple of these actually, I have one by Tokyo Bay and it's a thick leather and it has, um, you know, just a long strap. So once you kind of roll it up, then you can just kind of tie a knot with it. And then, you know, maybe the third way you're going to think about bringing watches is, brands actually sometimes this giveaways will, you know, or if you get your watch service, will bring your watch back in a little service thing. And I actually have four of these through the years. Um, I have one by Zen. It's a long rectangular case kind of reminds you of like a sunglass case, like almost like an Oakley case. It's like uh, molded and you can put a watch in there and it easily would fit and has like a cutout. So you could do a bracelet watch or a, a watch on a strap and it zippers on the outside almost feels like a neoprene really nice you know rolex does one sometimes for service i have a green suede case by them what i don't like is it doesn't have an insert and so if i were to put a watch with a bracelet in here the bracelet would just be up against itself in the case uh, which is which is not ideal 
Uh, I have another one that's kind of that molded with almost like covered in neoprene uh, by Panerai when I had to have one of my Panerai serviced long ago. Even says on the outside, uh, Officine Panerai customer service probably came, I think, from Florida or Texas, right, where their service center is. Uh, Great case, too. Uh, Just holds one watch, though. And then on the luxurious side, I have a one watch case I got from Jaja Lecourt. I think in uh, New York City, I forget, maybe I was having a watch serviced or something, and they kind of gave me the choice of a watch case. It has a flap. It's nice. It kind of looks like a little house or barn because it's flat on the bottom and then kind of arcs up, and you just have one flap, and there's just kind of one uh, pillow in here. Um, But it's uh, rather large for a single watch um, case, and the outside is kind of like this uh, waxy nylon feel. I think what I like best about it, though, is, again, it goes back to color. Uh, the Panerai case, the Zen case, the Rolex case are all super dark in color. And this JLC case is just this gorgeous, creamy beige, but not a yellowish color at all. And it has, like, ultra suede on the sides. Yeah, just any watch really would stand out there. And, again, in this kind of world, that's where I just got this, you know, Report London case for two watches which i really do love the design of this i love how high the partition is and how wide these two pillows are so i think this is going to be a a great case and i like that it's flat on the bottom it's not going to roll around and that's something you have to think about with some of these watch rolls the old ones you know they're just these cylinders and you know this was really the way most people would travel with watches they'd stick this in your luggage the thing i hate about it and i'm glad there's been some innovation in this like i'm looking at one now in my hands by you know wolf and they know what they're doing this is all they make and uh, this is one of their older models though and you know you you open it up and you pull out and you have this long cylinder and then you have these two little sliding watch guard and literally it says like watch guard tm as if that's a trademark by them you know what this is though this to me is like the equivalent of having a bunch of guys sit at a booth because if i have a watch in the middle and i have watches on either end so i have three watches if i want the watch in the middle off and it's on a bracelet i first got to take out one of the watches on one of the sides and then i got to slide off this watch guard and then i can slide off the watch that was in the middle um just like a bunch of you know the guy at the back of the booth needs to use the restrooms now everyone's got to get out it's a total pain in the butt i do not like this design at all i you know this was a lovely gift from um from a manager of mine years ago and it's probably the nicest gift i've ever gotten from a a boss but and i've used it some but nowadays i just i just wouldn't because of that uh, kind of design around it for that reason and it's interesting how people have and brands have you know manufacturers have decided you know hey how can we improve this you know the first iteration people have done or improvement which does make sense is you know let's stop having that be one big cylinder in the middle and instead let's just have where they can either snap out or uh, maybe they slide out. And I think that makes a lot of sense. So that's a great improvement. And there's a lot of them that now do that. And that's definitely a lot more luxurious. Problem again still though is uh, that curved flap wants to keep closing on your watches. And so you really need to find one where it can lay flat and most just don't. I have found though the watch roll of watch rolls if you really like this form factor or you're just like, Hey, I just need a good case for like three watches. And again, I'm not sponsored by them. I swear, but deluxe looking at their design is actually one that I really like. It's not a cylinder, but instead a hexagon. And the top is actually like four different little segments, or I guess three different segments, uh, almost like a roll top desk. But when you unsnap it, it lays flat. It doesn't have that, built-in molding to be curved so when you unsnap it and open it up it's just nice and flat again you'll you'll see this in the in the notes for this episode Uh, it's called their prism trio and this one that's in outsides navy again the inside's orange what a killer color combination it's uh, 275 dollars i think this is what i would get and again the the little um cushions slide out i'm glad to see that you know, and the other thing with some of these cylinders, like this one I have by Wolf, is it, it literally is a round tube. And so if I put it on anything with any sort of incline, it's just going to roll down, which would also be a pain. And this one by Deluxe and some of the other ones I've seen now are kind of doing this too, where either has a flat bottom or in this case, it's a hex, you know, hexagonal. And so that's really helping. So it doesn't 
roll around too much. Um, but again, I think the biggest thing is I love how it lays flat. You know, this is something if you had a really small collection, you could go to a watch meetup with this, unsnap it, roll out the front, and there's your three watches um, ready for display. And knowing uh, Deluxe, I think the, the quality would be pretty great. As much as I disdain traditional watch rolls, I think I hate the watch tool roll roll even more. Again, we talked a little bit about them where they you can roll them up and you have this like flap and then you have these slots. My beef with these is these are great. Again, if you, it's almost like a folio. You know, if you have a bunch of watches on straps, you can fold it, you can slide, tuck them in. That's fine. One problem though is because all the watches are oriented that way where, you know, there are um, watch cases at the bottom and the straps are kind of sticking up, then um, it's going to be a little bit unbalanced from a weight perspective. But also if you, you really can't use these with any watch on a bracelet. I mean, you could kind of just stuff a, a watch on a bracelet in here. I know I have, uh, but then the, the back of the bracelet's just scratching up the back of your watch case. Um, you know, you, and so some brands have started iterating on the watch tool roll, as I would call it, where now they do have little inserts to put in, but I'm still really suspect about how much protection that has. And then as you roll these up, um, watches absolutely slide around since there's not a pillow. And if that's not bad enough, um, then a lot of the times they just have a little string that you're supposed to use to wrap around <laughs> and that's not going to keep it secure at all. Um, I do like that some um, are going to maybe a more secure closure. So all that being said, if you are dead set on wanting one of these, you know, kind of watch um, tool rolls or leather rolls, I will say I have fun, found one that I do like. Um, it's on Belang and Sons website as well. Um, not too expensive, 161 euros, which actually I don't think is all that bad. It's a really heavy duty gray canvas. It has inserts in each of the pockets so you can put your watch on a, a bracelet in it and it's not going to scratch itself up. Um, and it's, uh, again, a heavy canvas, but with a soft suede lining. And then what I really like is the little strap that wraps around the whole thing when you roll it up um, is leather but has Velcro. So you can actually easily secure it and, and unsecure it, unlike these where a lot of times you're just kind of tying a knot around them or some of them have like an elastic uh, cord that you can, you know, use with a little um, toggle to, to tighten it up. Really, I would just say if you have one of these watch tool rolls, you know, what I would use it for and what I've kind of started using mine for is just when I need to carry straps and a spring bar tool. Um, it's great because I can roll it out and I have a little work surface. Um, so if I, for a friend and I'm traveling to their house or something where they want to check out some different straps, this is actually what I will use to carry straps and um, but it is not what I would use to carry watches in. Let's just say you have been warned. And then, you know, the the last one, the last main category is, you know, how do you store your watches at home? You know, and this is kind of a, a complicated question. You know, it goes to depending where you live. You know, do you need to hide them in a box in, a, you know, in your sock drawer? You know, if so check out those ones, you know, we said they didn't have handles, but could hold, you know, six, you know, four to eight watches like the IFL one or the, um, the JPM one that, uh, blank, uh, and sun sales, you know, those are great for that. Oh, I will, I got to give a, a shout out. You know, I think one of the more interesting ones for like covert storage, let's say would be a standard H does a bespoke one where they start with a, like a 50 millimeter caliber, uh, ammo can, and uh, they totally uh, redo the inside. Uh, my friend John has one, and it's it's a legit box. And you could, I think, you could store I think uh, eight watches in it. And yeah, I think it looks very secure. You know, downside is would I is that the type of box I would or case I'd want to bring to a watch meetup? No, it's all metal on the outside. You put that on any wooden table or any glass top table, you're going to scratch the heck out of it. But it doesn't scream watches, and it does have a handle. And so if you want to stick it in a, a closet or, or somewhere like that, 
and it's pretty much, uh, you know, it has a rubber gasket. So I think it is kind of water resistant in itself as a case. If you want a case, you can just kind of drop in the car and go. It's, um, it's definitely a, a, a solution. For me, I've always really liked having what I kind of call the display box. At home, I want to have all my watches. I'm, I'm right now at 21 watches, but let's say I normally like to have 10 or 20 in my watch box in my walk-in closet. Um, I want to be able to go in in the morning, pick my shoes, pick my belt, and then I want to see my watch box. And I like it having a glass top where I can look inside and see, you know, what's what and kind of decide, okay, what watch am I going to wear for the day? Interestingly enough, I've using one for years and years and years by Wolf, and it's great. It has, you know, a glass top. It opens up. It has kind of cut off corners. There's no sharp edges. It's all leather. It's not going to scratch anything I put it on. Um, it's all black and then the inside's a little bit of this like gray material again though i don't think that dark color was really doing a whole lot for my watches in my whole closet's kind of white so i was just like i don't know and then in the bottom it had a little drawer where you could put uh, jewelry and, and cufflinks and things and i really did want to have a watch case that could hold more it, it could hold 10 watches on the top and then nothing in the in the bottom drawer so i looked around and actually i found one i was like okay i'll I'll take a shot. It's the um, Boo is Home Watchbox Organizer 20 Men Women Watch Case Display Storage Holder Metal Hinge White PU Leather Glass Top Large Holder White is the description, or I should say the name on Amazon with the number SSH04W. It was a whopping $45, I believe. So I was like, you know what? I will take a shot at it. It was all white. It holds 10 watches up top, 10 watches in the drawer below, white cushions, uh, yeah, glass top, and so very much a, a fake white leather. But, you know, no um, no metal or anything like that. And I have to be honest, it's perfect. It works really, really well. There's a few things I don't like when you open it. The metal hinges on the left and right are really close to the watches that might be in the back uh, two corners on the top shelf you know on the top uh, where the the uh, lid is so not crazy about that you just have to be a little bit mindful of that but it hasn't been an issue for me but i love that it's light in color and i have it on a white shelf and the watches really stand out against that white background which is what i wanted you know there's no window in the closet so um i like something that's just a little really helps the light bounce around uh, some if you're looking for a real budget solution you have a large collection you know that's that's great <laughs> going back to what uh, watch cases do people bring to uh, to uh, meetups? You know, that's kind of my the funniest one, I think, is there are some people who bring these watch boxes that are really meant to be stationary, right? They're meant to sit on a dresser or in a closet or in your office. And they are just bringing them under their arm and they have drawers, they have a glass top. And I'm just like, what is this? You know, and nothing latches. There's no lock or anything on any of it. I'm just it just seems crazy to me. So um, I would not recommend like taking one of these to um, a watch meetup. But, you know, for like your permanent home, uh, I think uh, you'd, you'd do just fine. You know, the other thing worth mentioning is, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, maybe the proper place to store your watches are in a safe or a safety deposit box. And I think that's super worth talking about just for a couple minutes. You know, I don't know if it's a, I'm in a good position or not, but I don't really feel like I have any watches worth enough that they need to spend their lives in a safety deposit box. As a matter of fact, I wear all my watches. And so I don't want my watches to be in a safety deposit box because then I can't just wear them when the mood strikes me. Uh, you know, all my watches are already insured. I feel fine. And honestly, you don't always know what the humidity and temperature situation at the bank is. And, you know, you don't have to go too far um, to find a bunch of horror stories as well, where maybe, um, you know, the person above or below you at the, the bank, you know, didn't pay or was deceased. And then they, you know, drill out to pull out the box and they pull the wrong number. And then all of a sudden, every contents of, you know, everything in your safety deposit box is gone. And you had no idea um, until you went to the bank to, to see on that. Um, of course, that's an extreme example, but it's happened. And so, um, you know, I just, I just don't like that idea. And I just think it's a hassle. If I want to get my watch on a Sunday, I don't want to have to think about it. I'd much rather have it be with me. 
And so in turn, if you really are concerned about security though, you know, having a home safe is probably the best option. That way they can be with you, um, they can be secure. You can feel like they're secure. You don't have to worry about fire. Uh, but if you want to get them at two in the morning and look at them or on a Sunday, you know, you're, you're not tied down to the bank's hours and the hassle of driving somewhere to, to get them out. Um, so that's just, you know, my two cents. You know, watches are meant to be worn and meant to be enjoyed. Um, and so don't, don't, you know, I hate the idea of safe queens, as, as we say, and some other hobbies. Uh, I only want users in, in my collection. I used to have some safe queens. I've, I've been there. I've, I've scratched that, um, but uh, no more. And, you know, and that really goes a little bit to the size of the collection. I once had a watch box that held 30 watches and it was totally full and it was vertical. It had a glass door that you could open. I actually sold it at a watch meetup uh, years ago. It was a great case, you know, black wood. Uh, with a pedestal stand and then it um, the inside was all like um, a creamy beige color and it, you know all your watches were kind of right in front of you but you know the flip side is when you have 50 watches on average you're going to wear each of those watches at most you know once a week a year if that's um, if you want to wear them all equally and of course, there's watches you're going to want to wear a lot more than that. And so then there's watches you're going to have just sitting around that you never wear uh, staring at you. So, you know, I guess for me, I've come to the conclusion I'm going to keep the really the the 10 or 20 watches that are in my heavy rotation, you know, near me and where I'm making my watch decision of what I'm going to wear each day. And then, you know, kind of the second tier watches, you know, whether that's just some old casios or g-shocks or swatches you know i keep them around the house and other places um, but i don't necessarily want them taking up a spot in, in the old watch box so i think we have really covered our bases when we talk about watch storage and watch cases and all the different scenarios that you either as the seasoned watch collector or um, newbie to it needs to think about I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Reminder, show notes are online at thegrumpycollector.com. If you know a fellow incurable collector that you think I should interview, drop me a line at my Instagram page, at thegrumpycollector. I'm always on the lookout for collectors of all things with that common thread of watches. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep collecting. And I'll see you on Instagram. And maybe I'll see you in New York in October. Thanks.